to the last time that you spent time co-facilitating with another instructor. Maybe it was on a podcast. Maybe it was on a virtual training, a webinar. Maybe it was face-to-face as a one-hour presentation at some convention. Or maybe it was a full-day class, but you needed to collaborate with others prior to the session or during the session. Well, welcome back to the Creative Training Techniques Podcast. I am Becky Pike-Pluth. Hello, friends. If you enjoy short, quick tips that are immediately applicable in the world of training and development, you've come to the right place because that's what we do every single Friday. Click on the follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. And today's episode is on that theme of getting back into the swing of things. You know, it's back to school time. But this one's focused more on working with other teachers, trainers, more so than it is just about your learner or your participants. So these are just ideas that are top of mind. And I just want you to check off, are you doing these things already? And if you are, awesome, you're done. And if you're not, write down the ones that you're like, ooh, I could actually work on that a little bit so that you can do that over the next coming weeks. All right, number one is communicate with other new presenters, teachers, trainers. is amazing that when you reach out to that person, especially when they're newer, that you'll you'll discover that they're experiencing maybe similar problems to what you had when you were brand new. Maybe you can help solve them or maybe you can help each other. It is interesting. I, I have a very new, a friend that's very new in the world of um, social work. I also have a friend that's not so new in the world of social work. What's interesting is they connect and meet each other, right? And one has all the latest, greatest ideas, while the other has tried and true things that work all the time. And so together, it's like, oh my word, I had that problem, but I didn't know this newfangled idea existed. And so together, whether you're brand new or seasoned, I would recommend connecting with somebody the opposite because you might find some really great ideas that you hadn't used before. Number two is develop a a network of people that will support you throughout the year. It could be a colleague of any age, experience level, a former, former teacher, a professional organization. So I'm part of um, NSA, which is the National Speakers Association. I have my CSP, which is a certified speaking professional. It's the top designation you can get in the world of speaking and presenting. And so that is a great place for me to find individuals who are just as passionate and eager, and they're also willing to help me. Now, I also have a network of support in my colleagues and consultants that do exactly what I do. And it feels really good to be able to connect with that person who gets what's just happened. So if I have a class and I teach a class and something's going wrong or maybe it's going really well, afterwards, I can connect with someone who gets it and is like, oh yeah, that that's a super hard piece of content. Way to go. When I tell my husband or my kids like, oh my word, you won't believe what happened today and I give them the scenario, which never happens anymore. I learned my lesson. Uh, It's like crickets like and dead stares. Imagine that dead stare looking at you. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I need a support network. That's number two. Number three is even though there are a lot of people out there, you should have your own style. 
not someone else's. So I want you to think for a moment. I'm going to keep it quiet here for just a second. What is one thing that is truly you when you present? And what is one thing that is learned, that you've learned from a colleague or another speaker, maybe an author, that you've adapted? So think of one thing that's you and one thing that you've grabbed hold of. Go ahead and do that now. All right, so that's what you're going to work on. Not the things that come naturally to you, your own style. Although if you don't have your own stories yet and you don't know what your personality is, I highly recommend making a list of those um, right away. But I, I want you to really think about what's one thing that you could adapt into your world that others really like. Storytelling is a good example for me. Oh, man, I've told that story, that testimonial, that whatever a billion times, guess what? It's time for me to update it. It's time for me to enhance it and maybe even connect with another colleague and have them help me figure out how it can be more me. Now, finally, the, the one thing that everyone should do is to really practice consistency, yet flexibility, right? Be consistent in the things that you do so that it's really easy for you, no matter what the content, you have a process in place that's repeatable so that you have a great teaching style, that your support network does understand what you're doing. Connecting with those other teachers happens. It doesn't just sit on the shelf like, I should do this. So be consistent. Get together with that other person once a month or once every other week. Have those consistent check-ins or the times for you to go through your checklist so that not only do you have great expectations of yourself, you can keep in mind what's going to be great for each of your learners. Thanks for tuning in to this creative training technique. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth, and we will see you next Friday.